But a study that was conducted by the University of Chicago reported that most Americans prefer to be busy over sitting still and having nothing to do. You know, the study coined that term idleness aversion. So that's that suggests that we would rather be busy doing non-productive things than actually doing the deep work that is required of us. And that's what I'm talking about when I say, you know, we say that we don't have time, but yet we spent, you know, you check your screen time on your phone. You've been scrolling through Instagram and Facebook for three hours. It adds up quickly, my friends. Hey there, I'm Amber Harper, former burned out teacher turned teacher burnout coach dedicated to helping other teachers like you to grow through your burnout and take your next best steps toward what you want from your career in education and in life. After an embarrassing emotional breakdown in front of my teacher besties, I knew something needed to change, and that something was me. I decided that I wasn't going to settle for burnout as my sentence as a teacher, mom, wife, or friend. And I knew it was going to take way more than practicing conventional self-care to make the progress I wanted to make. No amount of manicures, bottles of wine, or bubble baths was going to save this girl. Fast forward to a few years later, and I've used everything I've learned about teacher burnout and personal development to write a book, build a course, and lead a community of burned-in teachers who refuse to settle for a life of burnout as their forever reality. I've used my burnout as an opportunity to become an active participant in my life, in the classroom, and here on the mic, using all that I've learned to teach kids and serve teachers. And you can do the same. The Burned In Teacher Podcast is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support to help you grow through your burnout and live a happier, more fulfilled career and life. So take a deep breath, my friend, because you are about to take your next best step to becoming a burned in teacher. Let's dive in. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you need someone in your life who can help to push you through challenging situations, heal from past trauma, or help you change your mindset and perspective, BetterHelp can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm a full-time teacher and a teacher burnout coach, not a licensed therapist. Sometimes your needs are deeper than what I can offer you as someone who is using their experience and success with beating burnout to support other teachers. And that's okay. BetterHelp is professional therapy done securely online. Available for everyone worldwide with weekly video or phone sessions and timely and thoughtful text-based check-ins and responses from your therapist all throughout the week if that's something you need. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional online therapy and financial aid is available. Go to www.betterhelp.com slash burnedinteacher to sign up and check out all of the testimonials. And if you sign up, you get 10% off your first month by using my link. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash burned in teacher. You'll get 10% off your first month with our promo code burned in teacher. That's all one word. Burn on. Hey, what's up, Burn In Teachers? Welcome into episode 142 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. I'm really excited that you're here today. 
So hopefully most of you listeners, by the time you hear this episode, it is June 27th of 2022, and hopefully most of you are on summer break. And if not, I really hope that you only have a couple of days left or maybe just a week, maybe two, and that you'll be able to really dive deep into what it is that I've been um, been sharing with you over the past couple of months um, in this burned in process. I've been kept giving you kind of a, a flyby understanding of what the burned in process is. And I've shared with you, you know, B is begin where you are. U is understand your teacher brand. R is reflect on your challenges. N is nurture your strengths and habits. And today I'm going to be sharing with you what it means to extend your reach and possibilities. Now, because this is summer, this is a perfect time for you to begin to understand what it means to actually use your time to extend your reach and possibilities, to bring into your life what it is that you need to feel better, to do better, to be thinking and believing different things, and what it is that you can bring into your life that brings you joy. That's what this podcast episode is going to be all about. And uh, before we dive in, though, I want to let you know it's not too late to join us for the Educate and Rejuvenate online virtual conference that's taking place starting tomorrow, June 28th and June 29th. I am actually going to be keynoting live uh, for this online conference. It is hosted by Kelsey Sorensen from Wife, Teacher, Mommy. She was um, a guest on the podcast at the end of April, on April 25th, and she has put together a wonderful variety of presenters and topics. And you can learn more about what it is that you will experience for only five bucks um, if you go to bit.ly slash educate and rejuvenate. Um, She's got over 21 presenters on different topics. This is perfect for if you teach pre-K through pre-K through sixth grade, or if you are a homeschool mom or a homeschool dad. So I hope to see you there. And this is kind of a, a, a great time to make sure that you know that this is a way of extending your reach and possibilities. When you take the initiative and you choose not to wait for a school PD or you choose not to wait for someone else to swoop in and save you from whatever it is that's making you miserable in your career and education, you are already extending your reach and possibilities. I've talked sort of uh, in depth about this um, back a few months ago. I talked about the challenges I was having with behaviors in my classroom and how I chose not to settle. You know, that's kind of uh, Bernard Teacher's main theme is hashtag never settle. I chose not to settle for that as my reality. I chose not to just complain about the behavior and be miserable for the rest of the school year. And I went out and I extended my reach and possibilities. And because I did that, because I decided to take control of my life in the classroom and how I was experiencing teaching every day, I found this wonderful program called the Heart Centered Teacher. And um, I bought two courses from um, from Andriana at theactiveeducator.com. You can check her out there or find her on Instagram at theactiveeducator with an underscore between all of the words. And it made a world of difference in my life. And I chose not to wait uh, for someone else to come and save me. I also chose not to just say, oh, I'm just going to survive this until the summer. That's not how I choose to live my life. So if, you know, joining us for the Educate and Rejuvenate 
Rejuvenate conference is your first step or a big leap for you, um, I, I hope to see you there. You know, you're going to find one thing at least that's going to make you take a, take a step forward. And as I hope that you've realized throughout listening to these flashback episodes is that the burn-in process is all about taking small action steps that are best for you to help you to achieve your goals, to help you to achieve clarity, to help you to decide what you want so that you can take small action steps to get there. It's not a perfect journey. It's not It's not pretty and Pinterest worthy. It is messy. And, um, and this is one way that we can help. So I hope to see you at the Educate and Rejuvenate Conference starting tomorrow, June 28th and 29th. It is fully virtual and only $5 to to sign up. So go to bit.ly slash educate and rejuvenate. And without further ado, we're going to jump right into this episode, Extend Your Reach and Possibilities. Let's jump right in, shall we? I know that your time is precious and I'm so glad you're here with me today. By the way, did I introduce myself? I'm Amber Harper. I'm the host of the Burned In Teacher Podcast and creator of all things Burned In. Um, if you have not found me yet on Instagram, I am at Burned In Teacher. Same thing on Facebook. Find me at Burned In Teacher. Twitter, LinkedIn, all other social media platforms. I would love to chat with you about your questions. And of course, after you download this month's freebie, don't forget to jump into our free Burned In Teacher Facebook group. Did you know we have one of those? Almost 600 teachers are in that group ready to support one another with action, inspiration, and of course, support. So get in there if you haven't already and ask any questions, share a struggle, and believe me, if you come in there with a struggle or a question, you're going to get answers. You're going to get support. This is not a venting session, my friends. This is an all-out hands in the air, help me, and people are there willing to help you with their experiences, their support, their resources, things that they have found that have helped them. And of course, you can always DM me or email me at support at burnedinteacher.com anytime if you have any questions. All right, let's get started. So extending your reach and possibilities is all about moving forward. So begin where you are, understand your teacher brand, reflect on your challenges, nurturing your strengths. That's all about really kind of learning about how you got to this place, um, what it is that you need to work on, of course, what's challenging you and what your possible solutions are. Well, now we're going to move into Okay, what do I need to do to make more time for the things that need to change or make more time for the things that I want in my life? So this is really, it's reflective, but it's also moving forward and actually making sure that we are starting to take the action that we want to take so that things can actually change. So the first step here is really evaluating how we currently spend our time. Because if we want to extend our reach and possibilities, we have to decide what we want to continue doing, what we need to stop doing, or what we need to adjust um, in the way that we go about our current days. We all have the same amount of time in a day. But for some reason, there are some people that get things done and some people that don't. There are some people that reach their goals and achieve their dreams and some people 
that don't. And the difference between these two people is pretty simple. It doesn't mean it's easy, but it's simple. They are very intentional about how they spend their time and what they spend their time on. So I'm going to ask you to consider your mornings, your afternoons, your evenings, and even your weekends. How are you maximizing your time and how are you being intentional and disciplined about what you're focusing that precious time on? So in your mornings, um, these are kind of the same questions. What time do you get up in the morning? All right. What do you do directly after waking? And when do you get to school? And how much time do you have before students arrive? Okay. Really thinking about this and journaling about it, writing it down, thinking about specifically what time do I get up? Okay. I get up at 6 a.m. All right. And then what do you do right away? Okay. And then actually mapping out how it is that you're spending this time and what you're doing during those parts of your day. Next is your afternoons. What time do you typically leave school? What do you do directly after? When do you get home and what do you do then? Do you have family members at home? What are your daily after school habits and routines? All right, then for your evenings, assuming you have children, um, what time do you typically get your kiddos to bed at night? What are your routines and habits before and after they go to sleep? What time do you typically go to sleep? What do you do after they're asleep? How many hours of sleep are you getting? All right, if you don't have kiddos at home, Um, Then, you know, what are your habits before you go to bed? What time do you typically fall asleep and how many hours are you getting? And then, of course, your weekends. What are normal activities that you typically find yourself engaging in during the weekend? Um, What do you do with your friends and your family? What routines and habits do you have to make your weeks run more smoothly? And what do you do for fun? And this isn't just on the weekends. You don't have to wait for weekends to have fun. But if that's, in fact, the only time that you find yourself engaging in joyful activities, then This is why we are doing this work, to extend your reach and your possibilities, to bring more joy, more structure, more routine, more intentional activities into your hours, your days, your weeks, and your months, because we can't continue to live for the weekend, my friends. We can't continue to live for the breaks or for retirement. That is no way to live this life. So as you look at your lists, you need to think about What are some items that you've listed that are taking more time than they should? Do you have a lot of free time that you can fill with some more meaningful, productive activities? And and let me make sure that I get this clear because there there is a big debate about whether using the word productivity is really helpful in this whole um, society and belief that we always have to be doing, doing, doing. You know, we're not human doings, we're human beings. I get that. I'm not saying you should always be doing something um, when I say productivity. I'm saying, are we being reflective on, are we spending our time scrolling through Facebook or Instagram feeling crummy about ourselves? Instead, could we be thinking about how to plan our meals more effectively, um, bring healthier food into our lives? How can we make sure that we are, um, when we're together as a family, what are some fun things that we could do together rather than kind of, you know, doing that? (laughs) I I always like to compare it to, you know, two toddler or two infants when you sit them beside each other, how they're like playing alone together. (laughs) I find that sometimes we in our families are doing that. We're in the same home, but we're not engaging with one another. So when I say productive activities, I'm not talking about grading while your um, son or daughter is at swim practice. I'm not talking about that, all right? I'm talking about are you being productive and just taking in this moment? 
Are you being productive and saying, okay, what is it that I can do during this time that will help me to spend more time with the people that I love? Are you thinking about your goals? Are you thinking about that trip that you want to take as a family, right? That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about here. So, um, or do you feel too exhausted by the few items you have on your list that you can't imagine adding more, right? So are you so tired that you can't imagine focusing on reaching your goals or taking action on some things that aren't working well? Because if that's the case, you really need to be reevaluating how you're spending your time as far as all of this running around and all of these obligations that you have. So if is your list too long? Amidst all of your coming and going and picking up and dropping off and planning and prepping and chasing and watching, have you stopped to ask yourself, where is all of this busyness leading me? Not business, busy with a Y-ness. Is all of this fulfilling me? Or is it just draining me? And have I left time for any personal growth or joy? Am I so worried about being productive on the wrong things that I'm now working on autopilot, not really feeling anything? And, you know, ask yourself this too. Have I allowed myself the brain space for producing better systems and actually enjoying my life? Right? Because you are capable, right? And saying that I can't or I don't have time That sometimes becomes an excuse that we've created by keeping ourselves so busy so that we don't have to feel, so that we don't have to focus. And this might be some gut check stuff that I'm bringing up. It might actually make you feel like, how dare you? But I guarantee you, if you step back for a second and really think about how you're spending your time, you'll really reevaluate how happy you are. You know, how, and if it's working for you, great, then this is all just validating to you, right? This doesn't have to be a total um, reevaluation and teardown of your current life. This can just be kind of a step back and say, you know, I've looked at all the things that I'm doing and actually I really do find everything that I'm doing fulfilling. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) But a study that was conducted by the University of Chicago reported that most Americans prefer to be busy over sitting still and having nothing to do. You know, the study coined that term idleness aversion. So that's that suggests that we would rather be busy doing non-productive things than actually doing the deep work that is required of us. And that's what I'm talking about when I say, you know, we say that we don't have time, but yet we spent, you know, you check your um, check your screen time on your phone. You've been scrolling through Instagram and Facebook for three hours. It adds up quickly, my friends. Let's face it. This year has been another doozy, and now that I'm back in the classroom, it has been more important than ever for me to stay focused on my core values, mindset, goals, and my habits. As a teacher in today's world, it seems like there is always something new and hard that can easily throw our lesson and or life plans off track. But when I began to burn out many years ago for the fifth time in my six-year teaching career, I told myself that crying to and from work Grading, prepping, and planning on nights and weekends and Sunday scaries was just part of being a good teacher. The current challenges we're facing in education today are monumental. All of these challenges make balancing teaching and your everyday life seem unmanageable. Until now, teacher burnout has been hacked. 
In Hacking Teacher Burnout, I share my eight-step process I designed to help myself and other teachers navigate our way out of burnout. You see, out of my rock-bottom burnout moment, I learned ways to focus on what I can control while learning ways to let go of the things that are out of my control. My book shines a light on burnout as an opportunity for growth and change, and in it, I empower you to become a burned-in teacher, a happier, more fulfilled, efficient, and effective person in the classroom and in life. In Hacking Teacher Burnout, you will learn the steps you can take to discover your burnout type. Did you know everyone has a type? Take actions that are best for you depending on your type. Move through burnout rather than fight against it. Make time for things that bring you growth and joy and thrive, not just survive, personally and professionally. And of course, to prepare for hardship before it hits and to conquer it when it does. And right now, you can download chapter one for free. That's right, you can start your journey out of burnout using step one of my process on the house. Go to burnedinteacher.com slash free chapter today to get your first chapter on me. And there's no better time. After the year we've had, we deserve to use what I have designed to believe, think, say, and do different things in order to see different results in our lives. Go to burnedinteacher.com slash free chapter to get your free chapter today. You won't be sorry. Burn on. So let me know if you can relate. Jump into the Facebook group and make sure that you tell us about this. I want to hear about your thoughts about um, this idleness aversion. Um, my goal for you is to be able to place yourself into a place where you're spending more time on personal growth and joy and finding productive systems and routines for yourself. You know, and this can also, you know, let's go back to, you know, our, our jobs as teachers, right? Are we maximizing our time at school? Or are we doing things to to be busy? And I know that a lot of, if you're on Instagram, you know, and Facebook even too, by memes and gifts that, you know, busyness and misery is glorified in our profession. And, you know, you have to decide, are, is that what you're going to surround yourself? Is that what you're going to believe? Or are you going to take action and decide that, you know, I'm going to do some reading, some research about how I can be more productive in a good way, in a way that allows me time to sit and do nothing, literally nothing. Just enjoy my children or dinner with my family and not be thinking about other stuff that I, quote unquote, should be doing, all right? So are you currently extending your reach? And what that means is are you extending your reach and pushing yourself beyond your comfort zone? Um, If you're extending your reach, then um, maybe you're not allowing yourself to settle, And settling is relative, you know, to different people. So this is not, again, this isn't playing the comparison game. You know, this person has this, this person is doing this, therefore I should say this and do this and wear this and be this. This is about thinking, what do I truly want? By extending your reach with the support of others and healthy habits, you're allowing yourself the ingredients needed to climb out of burnout and become a more well-rounded, fulfilled individual. And that depends on you. This is all about you. You know, I'm going to be doing a keynote soon and it's all about stop waiting on you. Don't wait for you. You have to think about what you want and you have to take the action. And it's it's nobody else's responsibility but you. You are 100% responsible for your life. So what brings you energy? What makes you happy outside of school? What do you enjoy doing for leisure? 
You know, what impact are you making or do you want to make on the world around you, not just in your classroom, your school building, but outside of that because you are more than a teacher. Who do you hang out with the most outside of school? And you know my opinion on that. If you've been listening for any amount of time, you are the average of the five people you hang around with the most. So you have to think about, am I hanging out with what I'm calling terror downers or are you hanging out with builder uppers? And that can be a really big gut check question as well. So consider those answers. Do the, do the things that or the people that you are hanging out with or the things that you're doing, are they pushing you outside of your comfort zone? Are they pushing you to be and do better? And that doesn't just have to be being a better teacher, you know, getting a better evaluation. This can be, am I doing things that make me just a happier person? What does make me happy? You know, am I being pushed toward any of my short or long-term goals? And we're going to talk more about determining your long-term goals and how to do that next month. But really considering these questions is really important and getting you to really think about, you know, what do I really enjoy doing? And and the funny thing is, and I was talking about this um, a few months ago with my one with one of my one-to-one clients, um, when you decide that you want to bring more joyful activity, whatever that is for you, into your life outside of school, you now have a reason to get out that door by four because you're not just leaving work to go home and do more work, which creates that drudgery, which creates that burned and unbalanced and then eventually the burned and over it where you're like, well, it doesn't really matter if I do the work here at home. I'm always working anyway. So, But when you say enough is enough, I've now reevaluated my mornings, afternoons, and evenings, and even my weekends. And I'm saying, I'm going to spend my free time that I don't get paid to work living my life. So that's what extending your reach is all about. Now, as far as your possibilities and extending those, this is where we use that idle time, okay? We use that idle time to extend what we ever thought was possible. That does not come from scrolling Instagram and Facebook, my friends. It comes from reading books. It comes from listening to podcasts. It's thinking about what you are allowing to influence you. And even if you are looking at Instagram and Facebook, who are you following? Who are you allowing to influence your life? You know, what YouTube videos are you finding that inspire you? Or, you know, recently, (laughs) I didn't plan on sharing this. I have extended my possibilities uh, for my skincare. I have been having a lot of trouble in the last two years with my with my skin. And I'm not kidding you. I finally sat down and binged watched YouTube videos last weekend all about skincare for 30-year-olds plus. And I learned a ton. And I'm telling you, I didn't just consume. I took action. And my skin looks better after five days. It's, it's incredible. Even my husband noticed. I mean, he notices things like that. Um, but I even asked him, I was like, you know, does my skin look better? He goes, it looks incredible. He goes, I've noticed a big difference. He said, I'm, I'm actually shocked that the things that you're doing are working. It's because I extended my possibilities and said, enough is enough. And I'm going to take action. And I'm going to watch YouTube videos that empower me to make change. You can do that with books and podcasts. I mean, Heck, you're listening to this podcast now, right? You know, but, and then also, how often are you just quiet, doing nothing, sitting in silence? You know, and this kind of goes back to those eight mantras 
that I taught you last week, those agents of change, how often are you just quiet and just talking to yourself in a positive manner? So, you know, these are all ways that you can extend your possibilities. I mean, think of it this way. How many times have you been driving in silence and you have the best idea or you're showering? That's because you've allowed your brain to just sit idle. And, you know, there's a fine balance, again, between getting quiet and then that productivity, that positive productivity, not trying to do more, 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 but trying to find ways to make specific changes that will help your life to be better for you, not compared to anybody else, better for you, okay? Now, here's the thing too. I'm not telling you that you have to aspire to like climb Mount Everest, you know, if that's not what you want to do, or that you have to consume multiple books and podcasts or videos about self-help each day, unless that's what you want to do. That's what I love doing. (laughs) However, what I am telling you is that in order for you to reach more balance between that busyness and personal growth and joy and productivity, you've got to start allowing for that downtime to be dedicated to activities designed to extend your possibilities. So if you are thinking, you know what, I've got to get out the door by four because I want to spend some time doing some research on how I can create less chaos in my personal life at my home. I feel like we are in constant chaos mode and I've got research to do. That's a great place to start, my friends. So in and out of the classroom, this shows that um, that it is easier and takes less effort to consume mindless content than to learn about and apply personal growth strategies in our lives. I I know that it's harder to do this. I know that it's easier to just plop yourself on the couch with a glass of wine and just scroll than to say, you know what? I'm going to sit my butt down and I'm going to do some YouTube searching for ways that I can take better care of my skin because it's driving me crazy. Or I need to find a better way to plan and prep meals for my family because I'm sick of serving my family macaroni and frozen pizza. Okay? I mean, I know it's hard. I've been there. I know it. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting on Facebook, connecting with others, finding, you know, inspiration for, you know, something really beautiful on Instagram. I get it. But if that's all we're doing, that is very different than extending your reach and possibilities. Extending your reach and possibilities is all is all about allowing for mindfulness instead of mindlessness. I'm going to say that again. Extending your reach and possibilities is all about allowing for mindfulness instead of mindlessness. And you may find that the transition <laughs> could be easier than you think. All right? Simply by doing a Google search or YouTube, you know, a YouTube search for ways to be more productive and to stop being so damn busy all the time. It can be pretty enlightening, all right? And this also will include you needing to say one little word over and over again. You know, because sometimes saying yes to extend possibilities and new challenges means saying no to something or to many things that you used to say yes to. It's called opportunity cost. When you say yes to something, you are saying no to something else and vice versa. When you say no to something, you are opening up your possibilities to say yes to other things. So I am going to ask you also to make a list of your obligations inside and outside of school that you've said yes to. And this is also applying to your family. What are things that your family has said yes to 
that are causing you to have to say no to other things. And again, this is no, there's no judgment here, my friend. Your life is your life. And if you enjoy all of the things that you are doing, your family is is enjoying them, it's bringing you closer together, good for you. That's great. You know, our our desires, our, our hobbies are different from family to family. But if you're saying yes to all of these things, all of your obligations in and out of school with your family, and you are a miserable mess, then it's time to really evaluate what you're saying yes to. And it's time to start saying no. And that doesn't mean screaming no or being rude. It can be, you know, I'm so flattered that you thought of me, but right now I'm just not going to be able to do this for you. Or you could even just answer being asked to do something with, uh, let me think about it. Why don't you get back to me in a few days? And if they really do want you to do it, they will come back to you in a few days. Or if somebody else could do it, they'll find somebody else. You know, you can simply say, you know, I've got other obligations right now. I won't be able to do that at this time. All right. You know, one of my favorite books, I know I've talked about it here on the podcast before, 13 Things Mentally Strong People Don't Do by Amy Morin. One of my favorite things that she said, and it it sometimes comes across harsh whenever I say this out loud, but it really is true. We are not that important. And when we we consider ourselves to be people pleasers and we don't want to let other people down, we are saying that we are so important that nobody else can do it. And that's not true. You are not that important. So if you look at that list that I just asked you to make of all of your obligations, all of the things that you said yes to, and you are saying now to yourself, I can't continue to do these things because it's not allowing me to extend my reach and my possibilities and my one life that I have, then it's time for you to start making an exit strategy, sitting down and having that hard conversation. Extending our reach and possibilities has more to do with allowing ourselves the space to think, dream, and plan and get connected with ourselves than trying to get more connected with others. Because when we spend time getting to know ourselves and what brings us joy and who brings us joy and thinking about our goals and our dreams, that will open up possibilities to connect with others and not just others, but the right others. Okay? So... I hope this episode was helpful in giving you the steps that you need to take in order to start making those changes and really reevaluating how you're spending your time and start taking action forward because that's what extending your reach and possibilities is all about. You are capable, if you want it, of more. And that doesn't mean more busyness. That means more possibilities in your life. So jump in that Facebook group facebook.com slash groups slash burned in teacher. I want to hear how you are extending your possibilities and your reach. I flipped them there for you. I cannot wait to hear and see. I mean, take pictures of yourself doing these things, going through these exercises and tag me at burned in teacher on Instagram or Facebook, however it is that you want to reach out and just show the world that you are extending your reach and possibilities. You know, we are not superheroes, but we do have one superpower, and that is the power of choice. And you can continue the way things are because sometimes it seems easier just to continue um, in in this day-to-day drudgery that we've created for ourselves. Or we can say, I choose to live differently. You know, last week's episode, episode 55 about the eight mantras, this, that was all about um, changing the way that we talk to ourselves, all right? That's the key. And I'm like smiling ear to ear because I found so much power in this. 
When you start to think differently, you start to behave differently. You start to create different habits and different beliefs, and that leads to a different life, my friends. So until next week, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned-in teacher. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of Burned In Teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on.